Caputo Cheese coverage of high school sports presented by Myers Mechanical and built by Northland Buildings is brought to you by Midwest One Bank. Edward Jones representatives Elena Reeves and Ben Reeves CFP, the Peterson Agency of Argyle, Wisconsin Bank and Trust, Nutrition World of Platteville, Doolittle's Pub and Eatery in Lancaster, People's State Bank, Culver's of Dubuque, Galena, Platteville and Prairie du Chien, New Line Real Estate, Claire Banks of Southwest Wisconsin, The Upstairs in Platteville, Edward Jones Representative Bob Hunhausen, Raleigh Cheese House, Mound City Bank, Tricor Insurance, Community First Bank, and the Shoebox in Black Earth. Welcome back to Wallert High School. Well, welcome back, that is, from last week and from game one of our doubleheader today on Queen Bee Radio, the game that was just completed moments ago, game one of the doubleheader, Dubuque Hempstead knocks off Dubuque Wallard one to nothing. What a great game this afternoon. And from the TC Network's broadcast spot at Wallard, this is TC Network's coverage of high school softball presented by Myers Mechanical of Lancaster and Saputo Cheese, built by Northland Buildings. Mark Evenstad with Steve Prestigard bringing you game two of our doubleheader between the Dubuque Hempstead Mustangs, who are now 5-0 and on the season, and the Dubuque Wallert Golden Eagles, who are 3-2. and And, uh, Steve, how can we top game one, huh? What, what a neat game it was. Only four base runners for Hempstead. You know, Earl Weaver, the longtime baseball manager, said his thing was pitching, defense, and three-run home runs. They got the pitching. They got the defense. One error. Um, but she got left the board. They didn't have a three-run home run. They had a solo shot, but that was all the offense, as it turns out, that uh, Hempstead needed to win this game and to remain undefeated, and they're now 1-0 and in the Valley Division. So a big, big win in this first game, and uh, we'll see different pitchers now. And to demonstrate the strength of, of uh, Hempstead's pitching, they're going to bring in another pitcher, who hasn't given up a run yet this season, Peyton Paulson, the freshman, uh, who is uh, 2-0 and and no uh, ERA, obviously. Her whip walks plus hits per innings pitched .50. So, and her opponent will be Lily Roth on the mound. She is a senior for Waller, 1-0 and and a 4.20 earned run average, 1.8 uh, whip. She's given up two walks, struck out three, and five innings pitch this season. Obviously, Wallard, if they're going to have a chance in this game, they're going to have to get good pitching from Roth because you know that Paulson is going to give uh, Hempstead good pitching in this game. It's Hempstead and Wallert, game two of our doubleheader, and welcome to our first game today on Super Hits 106. Back with the start of today's game after this on Super Hits 106 and superhits106.com. Crispy, faded, lit, baked, toasty, stoned, blazed, zooted. When you're high, there are a lot of ways to say it. But there's only one thing you need to remember. Driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal everywhere. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. America's veterans are more than a source of pride. They're a source of strength. When our veterans thrive, our communities thrive. With your support, our veterans can get career and education opportunities, as well as benefits they've earned. Hi, I'm Senator Joni Ernst. 
Please join me in thanking our nation's veterans who have given so much. Find out how much you can support veterans in our community. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. From the TC Network's broadcast spot, TC Network's coverage of girls' high school softball on Super Hits 106, KIYX, FM, Sageville, Dubuque. And we are ready to go from Dubuque Wallard. And it's Kaylee Springer leading it off. And she takes down low from Lily Roth, and it's 1-0. We'll start out our game. We'll get to our Nutrition World starting lineup here in just a second. Get to the rest of the lineup for you. Next pitch from Roth. Popped it up. Third base side out of play, and it's 1-1. One one. Kylie Kaylee Springer, the shortstop. Carly Hodson, the second baseman, followed by Jaden Glab for Hempstead. She'll be, they'll be, all be followed by Lydia Etima, the designated player. Mallory Huseman, the first baseman. Carissa Elskamp, the third baseman. Mickey Bleen, the center fielder. Now here's a ball hit over toward first base and pulling the runner off of first base, pulling the uh, first baseman off the bag. Chapman unable to Corral that throw, and Springer is aboard. Oh, you want to call that a hit? I think that was an error. That was the throw. All right, pulled her off the bag. Yeah. Error on the part of Pfeiffer, E5. Rest of the lineup after Mickey Bleen, the center fielder, Riley DuPont, the right fielder, and then Emily Ryder, the left fielder. Now here's Carly Hodson, the second baseman. And she takes a strike on the outside corner on one. So a runner at first and Kaylee Springer for Hempstead. The defense for Wallard from third to first. Pfeiffer, Maria Roth, Timmerman, Chapman from third to first. Next pitch is down in the dirt. Runner does not go, stays at first. King, Wallace, and Teslo, the outfield. Hummel doing the catching for Wallard and Lily Roth is in the circle. Count now of one and one to Carly Hodson here on Super Hits 106. Next pitch, bunted, foul, one and two now to Carly Hodson. Nutrition World starting lineup presented by Nutrition World Health and Wellness. Quality selection and knowledge for optimal health and energy levels. Found at Nutrition World on Water Street and Platteville, a rather truncated Raleigh Cheese pregame show presented by Raleigh Cheese at the intersections of Highway 11 and 23 in the heart of Lafayette County. Don't forget the cheese. Pitch is upstairs. Two and two now to Carly Hodson for the Hempstead Mustangs. Did Winners not, one to nothing in game one. Did I not just say that two hours ago? Yeah. <laughs> not even. The pitch swung on a little slug bunt, foul, first base side. Count remains at one and two to Carly Hodson. Jaden Glab waits on deck. The big play, of course, in that uh, first game was a solo leadoff home run in the third inning by Mickey Bleen for Hempstead. The pitch just a bit high. It's now full at three balls and two strikes to Carly Hodson. My name is Mark Evenstead, joined by Steve Prestigard from the TC Network's broadcast spot. And softball presented by Myers Mechanical of Lancaster and Saputo Cheese, built by Northland Buildings. Now here's a ground ball hit toward short, and the throw on the first base, not in time. And Hansen beats it out. And yeah, runners at first and second now for Hempstead. And I would say that was a hit. There was nothing wrong with yeah. the throw. She just beat it out. Yeah. 
Good wheels by Hodson. So first and second and nobody out in the first inning. And now here's Jaden Glab, the catcher. That first game was about an hour and 22 minutes. Just the way you like it. First pitch over for a strike, 0-1. So far in this early part of the season for us, we've seen some marathon games. What, you mean 20 to 19 in 10 innings is a long game? <laughs> you, you start with the first game of the day and end up with the last game of the day. <laughs> yeah, and the last game of the day was only three innings. There's a fly ball hit towards center, and Wallace is there, and she's got it to retire Glab. One away. Now here's Lydia Edema. She's the designated player today for the Mustang, but she is a great, great player. Well, she's a good pitcher. Hasn't gotten a chance to pitch yet. Don't know that she will in this game. She's their third pitcher on a very good staff. She's just a freshman, and she takes down in the dirt 1-0. Enema, so far this season, has three home runs, six RBIs coming into today's action. She was hitting 545. Just a great athlete. 1-0. Hit on the ground. Up the middle. Base hit. This will score a run. Throw comes in. And one nothing. Hempstead on the RBI single up the middle by Liddy Edelman. Edema, that is. And Carly Hodson ends up at second. Edema is at first on the RBI single. And we have a courtesy runner. All right, here we go. Olivia Francois will run. Now Mallory Huseman, who was game, the game one starting pitcher. The first pitch hit foul outside of first. 0-1. You know something? I love that name for our courtesy runner today. Olivia Francois? Yes, Francois. F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S. Francois. Oui, oui. Pitches outside. And it's one and one to Mallory Huseman. Yes, those of us who took high school French for some bizarre reason can appreciate Franc that. Francois. That's a great last name. Runners at first and second, and the pitch on the way is hit foul. Behind the... The plate, and it's one and two to Valerie Huseman. She pitched a beauty in game one, giving up just three hits. She had base runners, but she left them on. That was the difference. The pitch, Huseman, foul ball, that's grounded past third. Count remains at one and two to Mallory Huseman. Carissa Ellscamp is waiting on deck. For the Mustangs. Right-handed hitter, Huseman. A count of one and two with just one out. A run in this inning. The pitch outside. And it's two and two. You know, you mentioned the home run, which was obviously the the one run in the game, the first game. But the, the other big inning was the bottom of the fourth when Wallard had two runners aboard in scoring position and neither of them came in. Two-two. That's in the dirt. Nice stop by Hummel. And it's 3-2 and two now to Mallory Huseman. 
Our game today brought to you by the Shoebox and Blacker, largest independent shoe store in the Midwest, and our streaming sponsor, Anderson Weber Toyota Dubuque, powering the audio stream. Pitch is fouled back by Huseman. She'll stay alive at 3-2. and two. That's Anderson Weber Toyota in Dubuque when you are ready. Three balls, two strikes, one out, a run in, first inning, Hempstead leading Waller one to nothing. Nice, nice afternoon into the evening here. Waller, here's a ground ball toward short and a throw to third base to try to get the out and the ball rolls away and everybody's going to be safe. That's going to be an error on uh, Maria Roth. She threw that one low and Pfeiffer unable to dig it out. And Houston is aboard on a fielder's choice. An error allowing Hodson to reach third. That's the second error of this inning. And there's only one out. And we're going to have a conference in the circle. Ashley Cullen's going to come out and chat with the infielders and Lily Roth. That was an effort to get the lead runner, but it was just not a good throw over to third base. No, that just was. It was just down low, and Pfeiffer unable to corral it. It's like it stuck in her hand or something like that. It kind of came out as a changeup. The batter will be Carissa Ellscamp, the third baseman. So the base is loaded and only one out. Keep in mind for the Golden Eagles. They'll have a force at all the bases and home plate. Don't don't be surprised if this ball is hit on the ground if they go to go go home first. The first pitch, that's in the dirt. Nice stop once again by Hummel, and it's one and oh. Carissa Ellscamp. This was really a situation that Hempstead never had in the first game. They only had three base runners the whole ball game. Yeah, and you know you don't want to have one run decide another game here. Next pitch is up high, and it's two and zero now to Ellscamp. And now Lily Roth is in a position where she's got to start throwing a strike here. I got to correct myself. There were four. There was the home run, the other base hit, the error, and a walk. But that was it. Two zero. That's a strike called at the letters, and it's two and one now to Carissa Ellscamp. Infield playing in at sort of a double play depth here and looking to come home on anything hit on the ground. 2-1. That's in the dirt. Now it's 3-1. and one. Lily Roth yet to give up a run, as you said uh, so far this season, Steve, but now has given up a run already in this inning. Three balls, one strike, only one out. The pitch is called a strike at the letters. And it's full now with three balls and two strikes. I think she had the take sign there. Now the payoff pitch coming up to Ellscamp. Here it is. Hit on the ground. And it's going to be through for a base hit through the left side. One run will score. Runners will move up 60 feet. Hodson comes in to score to make it 2 to nothing. Hempstead. To third is... Edema to second, Huseman. Ellscamp with an RBI single. Still only one out, and now here's Mickey Bleen, the hero of game one with a solo home run. And the first pitch is down low. That was an impressive hit because that was to left center, Bleen's home run, and she is a left-handed hitter. Two to nothing. The Mustangs lead it. 
First inning. Next pitch. That is lined to center field. And that'll be a base hit. Here is two runs coming in to score. It's 4 nothing Hempstead. As Enema comes in to score along with Huseman. Ellscamp ends up at third and Bleen at second. And still only one out. So two RBIs for Mickey Bleen. And now here's Riley DuPont. And she takes a strike, 0 1. Four to nothing, Hempstead. So a run eruption for the Mustangs here in the first inning. Next pitch is a ball down low. One and one to Riley DuPont. This is one of those situations where the Golden Eagles, feeling all the way through uh, the first game, yeah, they're very much in it, just could not score a run. But now they're going to have to come from way back in this one, trailing four to nothing. Next pitch, fouled straight back and out of play. One and two to Riley DuPont. And against a pitcher who has yet to give up an earned run, similar to Hughesman, who now still has not given up a home run in three games pitched. I mean, the, the pitching depth for Hempstead is just really impressive. One ball, two strikes to Riley DuPont. Here's the pitch from Lily Roth as she now will toe the rubber, and the pitch is down low to the left-handed hitting Riley DuPont, and it's 2-2 two and two now. Our softball today brought to you by Doolittle Pub and Eatery in Lancaster. Find their daily and nightly specials on Facebook, and stop in before or after the game for a cold beverage and a satisfying bite to eat at Doolittle's on the square in Lancaster. Next pitch... Popped up on the infield. Timmerman, the second baseman, calls for it and has it to retire DuPont. So that's a big out. Now the ninth batter to hit this inning. And here's Emily Ryder, the left fielder. Runners at second and third for the Mustangs. Now Timmerman's going to play way in. Look at where she is from the second base spot. The pitch, run up to the left-handed hitter. Hit towards short, and the throw, and a first down in time! One run scores, and a second run scores! The runners were going on that hit ball, and Ryder is going to be credited with an infield single and two RBIs. As Elskamp comes in to score, along with Bleem, six to nothing, Hempstead. Now to the top of the order, and... Kaylee Springer, who reached on an error and scored. Runs up on it and pops it up. Third base side, foul, and it's 0-1. Yeah, you had Ryder who just ran up on that ball and just slapped it down towards short. And then beat it out. Beat it out, and then you had the runners going, and of course, from second base, it's... Short jaunt to home, and the next pitch, low and away. One and one to Kaylee Springer. And thus a two-run infield single. Don't see that very often, except in softball. Six-nothing Hempstead. The pitch is called a strike at the letters. One and two to Kaylee Springer. We're still in the first inning. Springer, the 10th batter of this inning for the Mustangs. 
Lily Roth trying to get that third out of the inning. The pitch is hit towards short and gloved by Maria Roth. And Springer lines out to end the inning. But Hempstead, six runs here in the first inning. And after a half inning of play from Wallert. It is Hempstead six, Wallert coming up on Super Hits 106 and superhits106.com. My Shiro doesn't always wear a cape, but she always has time for a hug, a smile, for going the extra mile. My Shiro stretches every dollar, puts in long hours, puts others first. But now it's your time, Mom. When you're ready to retire, we want you to be able to enjoy it. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceyourretirement.org slash Shiro. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Wallert. TC Network's coverage of high school softball on Super Hits 106. And Wallert trailing six to nothing. We go to the bottom of the first inning. It'll be Ellie Timmerman, followed by Tyranny. Teslo and Paige Hummel for the Golden Eagles on the face Paulson. The first pitch is slapped foul off to the third base side, and it's 0-1 to Ellie Timmerman. Paulson on the year 2-0. She's pitched eight innings, walked two, struck out five. Next pitch. She offered. Did she go? No. And it's one and one to Ellie Timmerman. For Wallert, Ellie Timmerman followed by Tyranny Teslo, Paige Hummel, then the pitcher Lily Roth, followed by Maria Roth, then Isabel Pfeiffer, Anna Chapman, Abby Wallace, and Mary Kate King. That's your Nutrition World starting lineup for the Wallert Golden Eagles. The next pitch is over for a strike to Timmerman, one and two. Paulson last season didn't pitch that much. Eight and her third innings pitch ended up, though, as an eighth grader with an ERA of .84. That's pretty good for an eighth grader. No kidding. Count of one and two to Timmerman. Now, you think about between, I mean, Houston is a senior, but between Edema and uh, Paulson. Early ground ball hit toward... Third and unable to make the play is uh, is the uh, third baseman Elskamp and beating it out is Timmerman. So an infield single. So now the number two hitter, the right fielder, Tyranny Teslo for the Golden Eagles. So Wallert, a little something going here in their half of inning number one, trailing six to nothing. They need base runners, and they need to move them. And the first pitch is outside, 1-0. Well, between Paulson and Edema, who are both freshmen and their second and third pitchers, you got to figure that Hempstead's pretty set in pitching for a while. The 1-0. That is outside to Tetzlow. 
And it's 2-0. And, you know, the interesting thing with a short season like this, you know, Edema may not get a whole lot of attempts to, uh, uh, opportunities to pitch in this season. Now the pitch outside by Peyton Paulson, and it's 3-0 to Teslo. Paige Hummel waits on deck. There's the pitch from Paulson. There's a strike on the outside corner. And it's 3-1 now to Teslo. First inning, 6-0. Hempstead, the pitch, line down the left field line, foul. And the count now runs full at 3-2 to Tyranny Teslo. A few clouds. It was a little windy here a little while ago, but no wind now. Absolutely still in the 3-2 now. Coming up to Teslo. Here it is, and that's low and away, ball four. So, when it came to base runners in the first game that were a premium, we've seen plenty of base runners just here in the first inning of game two. And here's Paige Hummel for the Golden Eagles. Two runners aboard. And here's the first pitch from from uh, Paulson, and it's chopped foul behind the plate. L1-1 to Hummel. You know what? They switched something on us. Edema is actually pitching, not Paulson. Paulson or Edema is the designated player, so I wonder if they're planning on switching her out, possibly. I didn't see that before, and now that's definitely Edema wearing number six. Yeah. Oh, here's Edema instead of Paulson. Whoops. And, uh, yeah, whoopsie, he... Time was called while she was in the windup. Count of 0-1 to Hummel. And the pitch over for a strike to Hummel, and now she's behind 0-2. Runners at first and second. Tesla at first. Timmerman at second. Nobody out, and the pitch. This is hit foul right off in front of us. And she'll do it all over again at 0-2. Adam had a bad inning. Her ERA right now, 583, no record. She's got a 150 whip. Last season, though, as an eighth grader, 12-2 and two and a 194 ERA. So that's the pitcher they expect. Next pitch is a ball high, 1-2 and two to Hummel. So it looks like Adam is starting on the mound, and they may bring Paulson in later. Next offering, that's hit on the ground to short, and a shovel to second for one. The relay is not in time. They'll get one out as Teslo is retired 6-4. Springer had a little trouble gloving that ball, but was able to flip it to Hodson. Hummels aboard on a fielder's choice. To third is Timmerman, one away, and now Lily Roth. She's the starting pitcher. Nora King, now the courtesy runner at first. We're in the first inning, six to nothing. Hempstead leaves it over Wallert. Hubble taking time getting back over to the dugout to give her pitcher Lily Rose a little time to get back. And now a slow roller hit the short, and there will be no play as the run scores. That ball was actually off of Edema, and it may have actually hit the hit her in the glove and then came out. 
So Timmerman scores. The second is Hummel. Lily Roth is aboard on an infield single. She gets an RBI. Six to one, our score. And now here's Maria Roth, the shortstop. So Waller gets on the board, their first run of the day, and it comes in the first inning of game two. And she swings late, hits it right to Enema, the pitcher, who then doubles off Roth. Light it right to her. And that's a twin killing. For Waller, they get one run on two hits. No errors, and one left. And at the end of one, in Mississippi Valley Conference, girls high school softball action. It's Dubuque Hempstead 6, Dubuque Waller 1 on Super Hits 106 and superhits106.com. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and... His camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, Vicki. How's your knee doing? It feels better, Doctor. Those painkillers worked great. I was hoping to get some more. We're being very careful with prescription painkillers. Let's continue with therapy and off-the-shelf anti-inflammatories for now. Prescription painkillers are America's newest epidemic, causing abuse and addiction for millions. The smaller the dose prescribed and taken, the better. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Visit orthoinfo.org slash prescription safety. We start the second inning, and Carly Hudson on the first pitch lines out to Tierney Teslo for Wallert, and one away here in the Hempstead half of inning number two. Here's Jaden Glab, the catcher. Six to one, the Mustangs lead it. The first pitch is low and away, and it's one and zero oh to Jaden Glab. Lily Roth doing the pitching. Or Hempstead gave up six runs in that first inning. The next offering is down low. 2-0. Softball being brought to you by Northland Buildings. Get a quality Northland building built up for the Northland. Joe Ryder is your local expert on quality Northland post-frame buildings. 2-0. That's high. 3-0 now to Jaden Glab. She's 0-1 today. She flied out to center her first time up. That line out, Tim, the, uh, the first inning was a big moment because... Waller probably thought they had some momentum going. They were getting a run in and getting a couple runners aboard. The 3-0 is low and away to Glab, and she's aboard on a walk. And you don't want to have what happened with uh, Dubuque Sr., where they get a few runs, and all of a sudden their big lead isn't quite so big and gives you some momentum for later. Now Hanson will be the courtesy runner for Glab. And now... I believe this is Peyton. This is Peyton. Is this Peyton Paulson, who's the designated player? Is she batting here? It is Lydia Edema. It's her position in the batting order. And the first That's pitch. Edema. No, it is Edema. So where does Paulson fit in all this? The first pitch was a ball outside, one and zero. Oh. 
We were told Peyton Paulson was going to pitch. The pitch is hit on the ground through the left side of the infield. It'll base hit for Lydia Edema. First and second for Hempstead with one away here in the second inning, leading 6-1. to one. Well, whether Edema pitches or not, clearly you want her to hit because that's her second hit already. We're going to have a visit to the circle now by Ashley Cullen, another courtesy runner here. Now we're going to have all sorts of different changes here. Catherine Netter is going to come on the pitch. And we have a second courtesy runner. Francois returns. So we have a, just a bit of a delay here. I guess they got to get some time here for Netter to pitch. So why don't we just take a quick break here, okay? We'll take a quick break. We have a pitching change. Netter on the pitch for Wallert. Six to one. Hempstead leads it over Wallert. Back after this on Super Hits 106 and SuperHits106.com. Shortness of breath. Patients confused. Temp 102. He just had an infection. Antibiotics started. Bed ready. Let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov slash sepsis. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. Her late nights writing English papers. Or your teen's music taste. For dinners, where they talk more on their phone than with you. For the first time, they call you mom. You're never completely ready to adopt a teen. And you can't imagine the reward. To learn more about adopting a teen, visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. second inning we have a pitching change it's Catherine Netter now on relief of Lily Roth see I believe then Roth now moves over to first yeah and then uh, does that take Chapman out of the game I believe it does now Mallory Huseman will be the batter for the Mustangs with two on and one out second inning and the first pitch the Netter is over for a strike, 0 one You notice that you can tell that it is Netter pitching. She has a very long, lanky delivery. She gets the ball down low in the wind and then lets it release. And here's a let-up that misses upstairs. 1-1 one one to Mallory Huseman. 6-1. to The Mustangs lead it over the Golden Eagles. And we're only in the second inning. Next pitch from Netter. She misses high. Two and one. Better one and oh. She doesn't have any ERA. Uh, she has a whip of .55. Seven innings pitched, walked three, struck out eight. Two one coming up from Catherine Netter. And here's the pitch to Huseman. This is high. Three and one. If I'm not mistaken, did she not come in? What game would she have come in? in the, she would have come in in the first game last Thursday, right? Yeah. And shut down. Here's the pitch fouled back out of play. Western Dubuque at the rest of the way. Three balls, two strikes to 
Mallory Huseman, who is playing at first base now for Hempstead. We had a near masterpiece in game one. One by Hempstead, one to nothing. Another letup that's hit foul past third. Stays at three and two. As Pfeiffer, the third baseman, and King, the left fielder, they go chasing after the ball. Remember, the umpires don't touch the ball. They ask the spectators not to touch the ball. They want to limit touching of surfaces that are unnecessary. The pitch, a swing and a miss for strike three. Houston is gone, first strikeout for Netter. And now here's Carissa Elskamp. Two away now. Top half of the second inning. Six to one, Hempstead leading it over Wallert. Here is Elskamp. One, one for one today with an RBI and a run scored. Takes a ball up high, one and oh. Runners at first and second for the Mustangs. On a nice, cool, early evening here in eastern Iowa. Next pitch, that's hit on the ground, and it hit off the third base bag, and it's a fair ball. And the ball goes into the corner, and a run scores. It's going to be a RBI single by Elskamp. I think that ball hit off, skipped off the third base bag and went to the left field corner as Glab comes in to score. 7-1. That's her second hit and second RBI for Elskamp. Off two different pitchers. Edema is at second. Actually, that's a courtesy runner for her. That's at second. Elskamp at first. A run in. Here's Mickey Bleen, the center fielder. Left fielder, rather, center fielder, rather. And the pitch on the way. And a count of two and one. Is that right? Is that Bleen? Bleen's a left-handed here, is she? Yes. Next pitch called a strike. And it's two and two. That is, oh, that's Elskamp. That's Elskamp? Did they call that a pitch of, you know what they call that pitch a foul ball? That must have been it. All right. So the score remains six to one. That is what that was all about. I thought that with the runners moving, so this is Elskamp, who is still batting. And Bleen is waiting on deck. The pitch down in the dirt, and Elskamp is aboard. So the bases are now loaded. Edema, courtesy runner for Edema, is at third. Elskamp is at first. And here's Mickey Bleen. The only conclusion I can make is it didn't actually hit the third base bag, because that would have been yeah. a fair ball then. Yeah. It must have skipped over it and just fouled. Next pitch to Bleen. That's in the dirt. Bases are loaded two away. Count of 2-0 and oh to Mickey Bleen. Six to one is our score. Glab is the runner at third. The pitch over for a strike, and it's two and one to Bleen. Glab at the third. A courtesy runner for Edema, and that's Francois at second. The pitch is grounded foul. 
first base side. As we two seen, and two now to Mickey Bleen. As we have seen, Bleen's a good hitter up the middle in opposite field because that home run, the only run in the first game was hit the left center. Six to one our score, and the pitch from Netter is a bit low and now runs full at three balls and two strikes. Runners will be going three and two with two outs and the pitch on the way. She swings and misses, and hanging on is Hummel, and that will end the inning. Second strikeout today for Netter. And for Hempstead, they come up empty. They load the bases, but they come up empty here in the top of the second inning. And our score is Hempstead 6, Wallert 1 on Super Hits 106 and SuperHits106.com. The VA does a very good job on the medical side. I don't know of anybody that has any complaints. My primary care doctor is probably the best doctor I've ever had in my life. He was my friend, good patient of mine. He only comes once a week, but I do. I enjoy him. She comes in special. Yeah, early in the morning. Early in the morning. For me. That's exactly why I choose VA. Choose VA today. Visit VA.gov. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Bottom of the second inning, and Isabel Pfeiffer leading off, and hits the first pitch down to third, and Ellscamp over to first to retire Pfeiffer, and there's one away. For Wallert, they'll also have Anna Chapman coming up the bat, followed by Abby Wallace. And this will actually be Netter, Catherine Netter, and she hits the first pitch and popped it up first on the second base side, and Hodson gets under it and makes the catch. Nice catch by Hodson to retire Netter. Two pitches, two outs here in the second inning. And now here's Abby Wallace. They have Netter now in the batting order for Chapman. Two away, two quick outs here. And the first pitch from Ethema. Just missed outside, 1-0. First at bat for Wallace. She'll be followed by Mary-Kate King for the Golden Eagles. The 1-0. Swing and a miss, 1-1. One one. We'll be at Senior coming up on Thursday. Here's a bunt, third base side, up with it. Ellscap throws on the first. Not in time as Wallace beats it out. Infield single with two away. Here in the second inning, Wallace reaches, and now here's Mary-Kate King. We had some cloud cover during game one, but now, yeah, the sun is out brilliantly as it's 
just above the trees. Off to our left, and the first pitch is a ball high to King, 1-0. and I think, i got to believe if you're a right fielder, that, that is the Sun Field. Next pitch, a swing and a miss by King. 1-1 one and one to Mary Kate King. Yeah, if you're DuPont, you're battling that Sun. At least until it drops under the tree line. The 1-1 one, one to King. That's hit on the ground, back to the circle. And Edema on the first to retire King. And that will do it for Wallert in the second inning. No runs, a hit. No errors, one left. And at the end of two, it is Dubuque Hempstead 6 and Dubuque Wallert 1 on Super Hits 106 and Super Hits 106.com. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Six to one, the Hempstead Mustangs lead the Wallert Golden Eagles. We head to the top of the third inning from Wallert and bring you the middle innings. Here's Steve Prestigard. Thanks, Mark. Six runs, six hits, no errors for Hempstead. And the first pitch is a ball to DuPont. One run, two hits, one error for Dubuque Wallert. Eight, nine, one batters in the top of the third inning. And the pitch is a strike at the knees. And quickly, two strikes. DuPont popped to second to end the first inning. And that six-run first inning, picks his pitches upstairs, and it's one ball, two strikes. That is, uh, I don't know about you, Mark, but that looks like a pretty impressive uh, potential thunderstorm out there in left field, which is not where we are. The pitch has popped up. And it is the third baseman making the catch. That's not Elskamp. She's the hitter. And a catch made by Pfeiffer and one away here in the top of the third inning. Six to one. Emily Ryder. In favor of Dubuque Kempstead looking for the sweep. And Ryder takes low ball one. Infield single for Ryder with two runs driven in as part of that six-run, ten-batter first inning. Quite a contrast as the next pitch is grounded to third, and shortstop, excuse me, and the throw over to first, and quickly two away here in the top of the third inning. Quite a contrast to the first game, which was a marvel of speed, one nothing. Hempstead won that. Back to the top of the order in Springer, who reached on an error and scored in the first, ended the first by lining out the short. And this pitch is hit past the third baseline foul for strike one. 
Tonight's game brought to you by Doolittle's Puppet Eater in Lancaster. Find their daily and nightly specials on Facebook and stop in before or after the game for a cold beverage and a satisfying bite to Doolittle's on the square in Lancaster. One strike. And running up to it, Springer takes a ball. One ball, one strike. Also brought to you by Bob Hunhauser, your Pipe Lover Jones representative. He salutes your athletes on their hard work. Protect your team investments with Bob Hunhausen and Edward Jones Investments. Off business 151 at Inside Drive in Platteville. Two balls, one strike. The pitch was low. I, at least I think that's a storm cloud, don't you think? Which would be north of Dubuque, certainly. And then there's another puffy little thunderhead off to the northeast. There was a slight chance of rain, about 20%. 2-1 pitch is low as Springer runs up to that one and didn't take, or didn't go after it, I should say, 3-1. and one. Less than a 20% chance of rain. Less than 20. Well, you know what that means around here. Here's the 3-1 pitch is lifted to third, and the patch, catch is made, an infield out to end the 1-2-3 fourth inning. We'll have the Peterson Agency halftime report after this, after three and a half. After two and a half, excuse me, it is 6-1. Dubuque Hempstead back after this on Super It's 106. You are not your diagnosis. And vision loss does not define you. Your drive defines you. And we are here to let those challenged with blinding retinal diseases know that we are driven to to be a beacon of strength, a champion of courage, an advocate for hope. And we are stronger together. We fund. We fight. We, we win. win. We, we are the, the Foundation, Foundation Fighting, Fighting Blindness. Blindness. Join the fight at fightingblindness.org. Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Bottom of the third inning of TC Network's coverage of high school softball presented by Myers Mechanical and Pluto Cheese. Built by Northland Buildings on Super Hits 106. Six to one. Hempstead leading Waller. First pitch is grounded to third on a running butt attempt. The ball gets away at first and aboard with, well, what is that? Was it a hit or an error? I'll call that a hit. She beat that out. A hit for Timmerman, her second of the ball game. Both of them infield singles. Here in the bottom of the third, that's the fourth hit given up by Lydia Edemob. And she's given up one run back in the first inning. Here is Teslo, who walked and then was retired on a force out in the second in the uh, first inning. Tesla was delayed getting up to the plate. For some reason, here's that of his first pitch, a bunt. And it goes right to the third baseman. They had it played. She was standing up for there to field it. And so it's a 5-3 sacrifice with Timmerman moving to second. One away and a runner at second base. Here's Hummel who reached on a fielder's choice back in the first inning. 
Six runs in the first for Hempstead, and then one run in the bottom of the first for Wallard, and that's where we are, and the first pitch is high, ball one. Edemus throws the pitch, and it's grounded back to her. The throw to first in time, and moving over to third is Timmerman. Two out. Timmerman over at third base. I guess you can say, well, we'll just play for the out when you have a five-run lead. And here is Lily Roth, who started the game as the pitcher. That didn't go well, and she is now at first base. She started the double play, and there's a ground ball to short. And that high throw, but grabbed down by the first baseman, Huseman, to end the inning. So one hit, one left. And our score after three is Dubuque set six, Dubuque Waller one on Super Hits 106. I am Russell Wilson. Each year, millions of domestic violence victims stay in abusive situations because they fear for the safety of their pet. Today, less than 10% of domestic violence shelters allow pets. That's why the Banfield Foundation supports programs that help people and pets find safety together. Because when we help pets, we help people too. To learn more and get involved, visit BanfieldFoundation.org slash together. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. GCN Network's coverage of high school softball presented by Myers Mechanical and Zaputo Cheese. Built by Northland Billings on Super Hits 106. Dubuque Hempstead 6. Dubuque Waller 1 as we go to the fourth inning. Today's game brought to you by Midwest One Bank. It's simply better banking with Midwest One Bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC sponsor of our RBIs today. Also brought to you by Myers Mechanical, servicing heating, cooling, and plumbing in Lancaster, Dodgeville, Prairie du Chien, and everywhere in between. Myers 24-7, 365. Home protection will keep you covered all year long. Myers in Lancaster. Also brought to you by Pilling Electric Service. They're who to call for all wiring projects. And Ryan is also a dealer for Winco PTO and Generac standby generators. Pilling Electric Service, LLC, Mineral Point, and Montfort. First pitch is strike one to Glab, who flied to center in the first, walked and scored in the third inning. And the pitch is swing and a miss and quickly two strikes. Actually, she did not score in that third inning. That was the ball that we thought hit the bag, and the third base bag, it was actually over it for a foul ball. Pitches outside, meanwhile, one ball, two strikes. Six to one is indeed our score. Six runs in the first for Hempstead. And the pitch grounded up the middle. That'll be a base hit for Glab. And so she is aboard with her first hit of the ball game. And we expect Hanson to come in to pinch run as Edema comes to the plate. 
Lydia Singleton scored with an RBI in the first inning and then singled in the third inning. That's you. That is you know uh, Hodson who's on it first, uh, Steve, and That's then right. uh, Glab is batting now. And Glab pops it up behind first base into foul territory is the second baseman, Timmerman, making the catch. So I raised the hip for Glab because she wasn't at bat. And the foul out, one away, and Hodgson stays at second, at uh, first base, excuse me. Here is Edema, meanwhile, who singled and scored with an RBI in the first and singled in the third, as I said before, and first pitch is fouled off, and that is strike one. You know, Steve, there's a nice crowd on hand here. They're all down the uh, this first baseline here with their lawn chairs. There's not a really, there's no bleacher seating here, but there's kind of a little bit of a berm right behind us where fans can set up their lawn chairs. And there is a really nice crowd on hand today. And I think those are the Hempstead fans based on their reaction during the two games we've had today. Pitch bounces in there, and it's one ball, one strike. The middle infield. Headed towards second, but Hodgson stayed at first. And you know what? I think I know what happened. I never gave uh, never gave Ryder an at bat. That was the problem. <laughs> so I was one batter off. That's why. Now we're clear, though. Two balls, one strike, and the pitch is well hit to left center into the gap and off the wall. And a, a delay there by the base runner going to third is Hodgson on what ends up being a double for Glab. She kind of held up a little bit, or excuse me, for Edema. She kind of held up a little bit, and then Hodgson went to third, and it ended up being kind of a pull-in late double, basically. So two aboard, one out. Francois is in as the base runner, the uh, courtesy runner. Once again for Adama at second base. And meanwhile, Huseman, who reached on a fielder's choice and scored in the first, struck out in the third, and she is down or up one ball, no strikes. Next pitch is outside. Ball gets away a little bit, but not far enough as uh, Hummel him only went about five feet or so from home plate. Five to ten feet. One ball, one strike. Netter, who came in in the second inning, delivers and that pitch is a strike and it's one ball, two strikes. Chance to really break this game open. It's already 6-1, to one, but runners at second and third with one out. And the pitch is grounded slowly up to third base, and now the runners go back, and everybody's going to be safe. That ball was hit very slowly. Neither runner moved from second and third, so it ends up as an infield single, I think, for Houston, and the bases are loaded, right? I might score that as a fielder's choice because there was no play at first base on Huseman. So it's bases loaded, one out, and here's Elskamp, and she takes ball one. Elskamp singled and scored in the first inning, walked in the third. 
Six to one, and now really a chance to break this game open. And the pitch popped up on the infield, first base side, and making the catch is Timmerman, the second baseman, and there are two away. You'd suppose that uh, she could have just let that ball drop and try for a double play or at least get a force at uh, the plate. Uh, that was one idea there, but she fielded that ball anyway, so there's now two outs. Here's Blaine, who had the only home, the only hit, of the, the only run driven in in the first game with a home run. And she takes ball one. Blaine Sigelin scored in the first, struck out in the third. Six to one, bases loaded, two out in the top of the fourth inning, and a swing and a miss, and it's one ball, one strike. Blaine's home run, as we mentioned, was to left center. She's a left-handed hitter. And then her other hit in the first game was up the middle. The 1-1 pitch. A pop-up. And where is this one going to be? It is by third base, and the catch is made, and that ends the inning. So the base is loaded by Hempstead, but they don't get any of them in. On, uh, let's see, a base hit, two hits, and a fielder's choice. Bases loaded left, halfway through, and it is six to one. Hempstead leading Wallard on Super It's 106. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me, I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road. But I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. I would steal pills from my friend's mom. We talk about all the common drugs, but never prescription medication. I was addicted to pills. Had I more knowledge, I would have done things differently. Hi, I'm Congressman Sean Duffy. Opioid abuse and addiction is an epidemic in our communities. Secure your medications and talk with your kids today. Visit DrugFree.org to find out how together we can make a difference. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. It is time for the Peterson Agency Halftime Report, presented by the Peterson Agency in Argyle, where you're an independent agent. Brian Peterson specializes in farm, home, auto, and umbrella policies. Six to one, Dubuque Hempstead leading Dubuque Wallard here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And uh, leading off is Mariah Rowe. And she hits the ball up the middle for a base hit. Rowe previously... Hit into a double play, or ran into a double play in the fourth, in the uh, first inning. But now she has a base hit. And in case you didn't hear, that was Pfeiffer now at the plate. Isabel Pfeiffer in this ball game grounded to third back in the second inning. Six runs for Hempstead in the top of the first. Senior got a run in the bottom of the first, and that's been it so far. Hempstead in the top of the fourth had bases loaded, but didn't get anybody home. Here's a bunt, and the bunt is fielded in the throw over to the second baseman covering at first. A 3-4 sacrifice for uh, Pfeiffer, 
And on the play, Roth goes to second base. Roth started the game. Correction, that would be Lily Roth who started the game at the plate and now playing first base. Roth has been, the other Roth, Mariah Roth, has been the shortstop the whole way. Here's Netter, who started on the bench and came in to pitch. And she grounded, or actually uh, popped up to second back in the second inning. She takes ball one. 1-0 pitch from Edema floats in there and down and away, and it's two balls, no strikes. Edema had kind of a rough first inning. Well, she's given up four hits, but only the one run. And that pitch is grounded to third and then dro- bobble by third, throw the third, and the throw is not made, and I will throw to second, and the runner is in a pickle and is tagged out at first with the runner scoring. So, I don't know how in the world to score that. Netter is out. She actually got aboard to first but was thrown out. On the play, Roth came in to score. And so it's 6-2. to two. I think that was, what, 4-3 on the put out? Or were there more? Um, than well, yeah, there was more than that. Because you had the ball hit the short. So, here is Wallace, and the high throw at first from shortstop thrown off is uh, pulled her off the bag. It'll be an error charge. Is that shortstop or second base? That was uh, from short. All right, so an error charged to the shortstop Springer, and Wallace aboard, and now out comes Jason Leffelholz to have a word with his team. Can't like how this inning has gone on defense. Tonight's game brought to you by Claire Bank with eight convenient locations throughout southwest Wisconsin. Claire Bank, where they say we can do that. Member FDIC at an equal housing lender. Also brought to you by Myers Mechanical, servicing heating, cooling, and plumbing in Lancaster, Dodgeville, Prairie du Chien, and everywhere in between. Myers 24-7, 365 home protection will keep you covered all year long. Myers in Lancaster. I guess on that play for uh, Netter, Best way, for my recollection, to score that six five four three because that ball got hit the Springer. She made a throw to third that was not in time to get uh, Roth, but then the throw then from third was to second, in which got Netter in the rundown, and they threw her out four three. Worse for me. <laughs> Here is a ground ball to third and a bad throw at first. And that will allow, now the throw to the plate is not made, and another run comes in to score. So King ends up reaching on an error, and Wallace comes all the way in to score, and it's 6-3. to three. And suddenly the defense has started to fall apart for Hempstead in this bottom of the fourth inning. There was a ground That's ball to third, and... The throw to first pulled the first baseman off the bag. And all the way from first scoring was Wallace. And so she's at first. King, it's 6-3, to an unearned run. And here's Timmerman who runs at the ball and then kind of golf swings it foul into her own dugout or near her own dugout. Timmerman reached on an infield single and scored. And then reached on an infield in, uh, single back in the third inning. 
And this pitch is grounded to third. The throw is low, but in time at first base. And that ends the inning. But Waller is able to score two more runs with two hits and two errors. And one runner left. And our score after four is Dubuque Hempstead six, Dubuque Waller three on Super Hits 106. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Oh, I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzz warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? Someone you know may be suffering from severe emotional pain. Important signs to recognize include changes in behavior, hopelessness, acting withdrawn, agitation, poor self-care. Starting a conversation could save a life. I'm Senator Chuck Crassley. Look for these signs in those around you. Then take a moment to show that you care. Start a conversation. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Cheesy Network's coverage of high school softball presented by Myers Mechanical and Sapoto Cheese built by Northland Buildings on Super Hits 106-6-3. Dubuque Hempstead leading Dubuque Wallards. To the fifth inning we go, and also to Mark Evenstad. All right, Steve, thanks. Eight, nine, one hitters for the Hempstead Mustangs leading six to three. It'll be Riley DuPont followed by Emily Ryder, and then the top of the order in Keeley Springer on the face, Catherine Netter. The home plate area covered with the shadow of the tree line. In fact, the shadow reaches all the way to the, uh, to the circle, the pitching circle. First pitch popped up on the infield. Over to make the play is Timmerman, the second baseman, and there's one away. One pitch, one out here in the fifth inning. The batter now will be Emily Ryder, who is one for two today with a two-run single in the first inning. And a ground out. And she bunts back to the circle. Throw high to first base. That will be an error on Netter. And on her way to second is Ryder. So 6-3, to three, the Mustangs lead it. Now they've got the base runner at second base for Kaylee Springer. She batted twice in the first inning, reached on an error and scored, and then lined out. Then she lined out the short in the third. Officially 0-3. And hits the first pitch on a line over the head of King. That's all the way to the fence. Ryder in the score. An RBI double. For Kaylee Springer. Her first hit of the ball game, and it's 7-3. Hempstead. After that uh, defensive mess at the bottom of the fourth inning, I think that there may have been a conversation in the Hempstead dugout, and they have responded to that. Here's Carly Hodson now with a runner at second, and takes the first pitch over for a strike. And it's 0-1. Hodson with a single, a line-out, and a base hit in the fourth. So two for three on the evening. Seven to three. 
The pitch on the way. That's in the dirt. And the runner on the way to third. We have a courtesy runner. Is that right? Okay, what was he asking, Steve? I'm not sure. We'll have to make sure we have the right runner at the Okay, at third I believe base. we do have a courtesy runner at third. And a count of one and two now to Carly Hodson. So a run in. And the pitch. Hodson takes outside. Two and two. Now it feels like it gets a little bit darker because you have the sun hidden behind a cloud, a dark cloud, and the tree line. The pitch outside. Three and two. Well, there's another interesting thing that I'll bring up once this at bat is over. Kind of an odd weather note. Just got a real, an update about it. Next pitch. That's in the dirt ball four. So Hodson is aboard on the walk by Netter. First and third now for the Mustangs, and the batter is Jaden Glab. The update, by the way, is that apparently cold air funnels are possible tonight, which must be that up there, as we see from our perspective here north of Dubuque. They're generally harmless, it says. And Glab also takes second. I should say Hodson takes second. The ever-popular get-a-walk base is empty, so take second. And here's Glab with a count of 0-1. Next pitch on the way. Swung on. Off of the glove of Netter. It'll go to the shortstop. Roth, she'll throw on the first. It'll be a 1-6-3 putout as a run scores. Springer comes in the score to make it 8-3. Hempstead. Holding at second is Hodson. And again, Glab out 1-6-3. Two outs. And here's Lydia Edelman. And she takes high for ball one. The next offering, there's a let-up that is over for a strike, one and one. So Glab is at second. She had walked and then just took off for second. Nobody, nothing, nothing Waller could do about it because he had a runner at third. Had to defend against that. Next pitch, low and inside. Dancing off of second was uh, Hodza, but no throw. Two and one now to Lydia Edelman, an RBI single in the first and a run scored, a walk in the second, and she doubled and was left stranded in the fourth. And the pitch on the way, strokes it, pass short into left, the base hit. Runners will hold, the throw comes to the plate, and then taking second on the fielder's choice is Edelman. So a good piece of hitting by Edelman. To make, put runners now at second and third. And it looks like is that Francois back in to run for Edelman, number four. Is that her fourth hit? It's her third hit. Third and hit. she was also reaching a walk. Oh, that's right. Okay. So two on, two out. Here's Huseman. And the first pitch is swung out and fouled off. 0-1 to Mallory Huseman. She reached out a fielder's choice and scored in the first. She struck out swinging in the second and a fielder's choice in the fourth. So officially 0 for 1. Next pitch.
pitch that's hit deep to right center field, reaching back on it and over her head as Wallace can't make the play. Two-run score. It's a two-run double by Huseman. And it's now 10-3. Hempstead out in front here in the fifth inning. Wallace thought she could get a beat on that ball, but that got over her head. And Huseman drives in two. And now Elskamp will be the batter. Another courtesy runner. Caitlin Hammering. Yep, she comes in wearing number 17. And Carissa Elskamp is the batter. And she may stay in the game. Remember, she finished the first game at first base. So she may stay in the game the rest of the way. 10-3. The Mustangs have the lead. Time is called. We uh, should have a courtesy runner at second. As you mentioned, it would be uh, Caitlin Hammerend, who should be there. And now we'll get a change of pitchers. Netter comes out. And we'll have a left-hander coming in. Looks like Wallace. Yep. And our information is accurate. This is the first time that she has pitched this season. And she was in center field. Or is this Tesla? I think this is Tesla, right? Six, number six. Oh, you're right. Tyranny Teslo is going to pitch. She has pitched uh, how much in the city? She has pitched one inning. One inning so far. She's given up two hits and two runs. So an earned runner average of 14. So Tyranny Teslo coming on to pitch now with two outs in the fifth inning. Four runs in. 10 to 3, Hempstead, and now here's Elskamp to bat. First pitch up high, 1 and 0. And therefore, we should have a new right fielder, but I cannot see because she doesn't have her back to us. Maybe Netter wins a third, or wins a right field. Pitch a swing and a miss. Runner goes for third, and the throw is in time. To cut down Hammerin, the courtesy runner. That is 2-5 on the cot stealing. And that ends the inning. And Elskamp will be leading off the sixth inning. But in the fifth, four runs across for the Mustangs. And they lead Wallard 10-3 on Super Hits 106 and SuperHits106.com. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. Yet, for many United States military veterans, finding and affording oral health care is a challenge many of us don't think about. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to see one veteran with special needs one time per year. Visit willyouseeonevet.org to learn more. 
That's willyouseeonevet.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls for a lifetime of leadership. Batting here in the fifth inning. What happened there, Steve? Ellis well, Camp was batting, and uh, she strikes out the end of the inning. I think that uh, what? Huh? I think what must have happened is that we thought that the rudder was thrown out at third, but apparently she was not thrown out at third. I could have sworn that's what we saw from the umpire, but apparently not. So the inning uh, continued with Ellscap at the plate, and she strikes out to end the inning. So the top half of the fifth inning finally does end, and four runs for Hempstead, and they lead 10-3 to over Wallard as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. Our game today brought to you by Pilly Electric Service. They're who to call for trustworthy service on your next project. For all of your home, farm, and commercial wiring projects, call Ryan at Pilly Electric Service, LLC of Mineral Point and Montford. The Peterson Agency at Argyle, your independent insurance agent, Brian Peterson, specializes in farm, home, auto, and umbrella policies. And by Culver's in Dubuque, Galena, Platteville, and Prairie du Chien. We're going to head down to the uh, bottom half of inning number five. And Tyranny Teslo is the scheduled hitter, followed by Paige Hummel and Lily Roth. Ten to three. Hempstead leading. They won the opener one to nothing. Thanks to a leadoff home run in the third inning by Mickey Bleen. See, do we have a new pitcher now, too, for Waller, or rather for Hempstead? Two up for Waller. Awful lot of time in between innings. Number two spot, called by Paige Hubble. And now, this is going to be Teslo. She will bat, leading off. She is 0 for 1 officially. She is grounded out in sacrifice. And the first pitch lifted in the air. Down the third baseline, and that'll be a foul ball. Nice. 0-1 to Teslo. Paige Hummel will follow, then Lily Roth. Nice sliding attempt there. Are we getting some weather warnings, Steve? Uh, no, that was a pager test, actually. Okay. It's just getting a little dark from clouds. Well, that's good. We don't want anything else. Next offering, Teslo takes a ball, and it's one and one. Kind of interesting-looking clouds out here. As yeah. you mentioned, there's a chance of cold air funnels, apparently. Rebecca Copelman should be right on that, right? Teslo chops one down to second, and a flip by Hudson, the first, to retire Teslo. And there's one away here at the bottom of the fifth inning. Now here's Paige Hummel. Hummel today, a fielder's choice, and she bounced back to the circle. She's 0 for 2. 
And the pitch in there for a strike to Hummel, and it's 0-1. Lydia Edeman in the pitching circle for Hempstead. Next pitch, a let-up. That's it on the ground, and right through the legs of Hodson. Just went right through her. And Hummel is aboard on the air. And the batter will be Lily Roth. That is the third error in the last two innings. If now my count is right. 14, I'm sure Jason Buffels isn't too pleased with his defense right now. Because those two runs in the fifth inning, or in the fourth inning, were both unearned. Roth will exit, will get a courtesy runner. Maria Freed is the runner at first. And the first pitch is over for a strike to Lily Roth. Next offering. That's hit on the ground through the right side of the infield. And a base hit for Roth. Runners at first and second now for the Golden Eagles. Number 18, Maria Roth. Now Maria Roth will be the batter. One for two. She has lined into a double play. Singleton scored. And takes a strike, 0-1. In case rain comes in, I do have an umbrella, by the way. Even though the uh, base umpire derided my choice of umbrella. The pitch is hit. Down the third baseline, that's a fair ball. And in the score is Freed, the uh, courtesy runner for Hummel. She scores to make it 10 to 4. The second is Lily Rose. And a, and a base hit and an RBI for Maria Rose. Hit that right on the line down the third baseline. The batter now is Isabel Pfeiffer for the Golden Eagles. And she takes a strike 0-1. Runners at first and second for the Golden Eagles. We got a little ways to go here. We're only in the fifth. Two on and only one out here in the fifth inning. And the pitch from Edmund is inside. Ball. It's a ball and a strike to Pfeiffer. Well, the problem is Edema from Hempstead, uh, from the perspective of Hempstead, has faced more batters than she should have had to because of their defensive problems in the last couple of innings. Next pitch in there for a strike. One and two to Isabel Pfeiffer. 0 for 1 officially. She grounded out the third back of the second. Sacrifice in the fourth. The 1 2. This is it on the ground. Two second. And it's going to eat up the second baseman, Hodson. Tried to smother that ball and it got through her. And yet another error. And Pfeiffer is aboard, and the bases are loaded. 10 to 4. Hempstead. And the batter now is Netter. Actually, it won't be Netter because Netter left the game last inning. Bailey Walu 
a freshman, apparently, is the pitcher or batter. She was a courtesy runner in the first game, and she takes a strike, and it's 0 1. Bailey Walloo. Batting now for Netter, and she swings and misses. And now she's behind 0 2. Bases are loaded. Only one out. So a big threat here for the Golden Eagles. Enema and the pitch on the way. Hit in the air towards center. This may be deep enough to score a run. Here's the catch made. The throw home, and they're going to have a bit of a rundown at third base and diving back in is Roth, and it turns out that the runners have to hold, and nobody scores. Wow, what a great throw by Hodson right on a line to Glab. And cleanly handled by Glab. Also. So the runners hold, and now here's Abby Wallace. She's the scheduled hitter. I thought that ball would be deep enough to score. But Mickey Bleen with that catch in center field and a perfect throw. She's had quite a day, hasn't she? I'll say. I think we're going to have another, we're going to have a pinch hitter here. Pinch hitting for Abby Wallace. Number two, Abby Webker. Here's Abby Abigail or Abby Webker who will be batting for Wallace. So she will be the pinch hitter with two away, bottom of the fifth inning. A run in, and it's 10 to 4, Hempstead. And here's the pitch. Swung on, and she got a piece of it, fouled it back. Thought maybe it got by, but it's going to be a foul ball, and it's 0 and 1. Getting rather cloudy here. And like dark cloudy, not just cloudy. Not that I'm a weather expert, but that would be my description. Oh, one. Webker takes up high. One and one. So ain't no sunshine here at Wallard right now. But the Golden Eagles have a threat going with the bases loaded. The pitch hit on the ground to short. And Springer up with it and throws on the first to retire the side. Wallard gets a run in the fifth inning, and our score in Mississippi Valley Conference High School Softball. It's Dubuque Hempstead 10 and Dubuque Wallard 4 on Superhits 106 and Superhits106.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Jelly. Jelly adjective. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy. 
but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. On to the top of the sixth inning. Seven, eight, nine hitters for Hempstead. They'll send up Mickey Bleen, Riley DuPont, and Emily Ryder. Leading 10 to 4. And the first pitch a swing and a miss by Bleen. And 0 and 1. Anyway, Mick. Lena, great throw from center field last inning to prevent a run from scoring. 10 to 4, Mustangs lead. Here's a let up. And it's a bit high, and it's 1 and 1 to Mickey Bleen. Tyranny Teslo doing the pitching here, a left hander for Waller. Next pitch, a slug bunt on the third base side. That'll go foul. And the count now one and two to Bleen. Bleen, the hero of game one, hit a th- solo home run in the third inning. The only scoring of game one, one by Hempstead, one to nothing. 0-2 pitch coming up to Mickey Bleen. And she lifts it in the air, short left field. And running in and making the catch is King to retire Bleen. One away in the sixth inning. And now here's Riley DuPont. Riley DuPont. This holds up. Hempstead will end up taking two today. And they'll be a perfect 6-0 and on the season. And the first pitch is over for a strike. And it's 0-1. That is big, of course, because coming up, they have their next two opponents are the other undefeated teams. Linbar on Thursday here, let me retrace that, at Hempstead. And then next Wednesday, they get Cedar Rapids-Kennedy at Hempstead. Oh, one, and that's uh, about a 40-footer that bounces in there. And it's uh, one and one to DuPont. They're ranked right now ninth in 5A. And that it's important to get to eighth because that makes you a host of a playoff game. Pitches in the dirt, two and one. We are fortunately, despite the fact that last Saturday was the longest day, longest daylight of the year, but we still have plenty of sunshine, but enough daylight right now to finish this game. The pitch is fouled off in the dirt, and it's two and two now to DuPont. And enough sunlight through these clouds and the fact that the sun is also uh, drifted in behind the tree line here. We should be in good shape to finish this game. Not so much the case last week. The pitch <laughs> in the dirt. And it is now three and two. We just barely got game two in in time last week. Well, game one by Wallert, five to four. It turns out that nine inning games can stress the uh, sunshine a bit. Three balls, two strikes, one away here in the sixth. The pitch golfed in the right field and a base hit. DuPont with her first hit of the ball game. She has popped up on the infield the three previous at-bats, and now she's one for four. Now the number nine hitter, Emily Ryder. We will get a pinch hitter. 
We will. Randy Moore, a freshman, number 11, doing the batting. And she takes the ball up high, 1-0. Runner at first to punt, and Randy Moore at the plate for the Mustangs, leading 10-4. The pitch reaches out and hits a little short Texas leaguer in the center field, and a base hit. A try to get a force at second, but that's going to be late. And Ryder and Moore is aboard with a base hit. Her first of the season. Kaylee Springer. Now to the top of the order, and Kaylee Springer. Two on, only one out. Sixth inning for Hempstead. And the pitch of the way to Teslo is over for a strike, 0 1. Six in the first, and four more in the fifth for the Mustangs, and they lead 10 to 4. And they're threatening here in the sixth. Tesla in the next pitch. Big swing and a miss. 0 and 2 now to Springer. Springer today has reached on an error, lined out twice, and a double and a two run scored today. So one for four. Showing butt here with a count of 0 and 2. Then pulls the bat back and takes down low. One and two now to Kaylee Springer. Boy, those clouds are getting awfully dark, though, aren't they? They're kind of funny looking, too, aren't they? Yeah. To the north, which is fortunate for us. One and two. Up high to Springer. Two and two now. We might be getting one of those cold air funnels dropping out of the sky. That's one thing I haven't had happen. Two balls, two strikes, one away, two on for Hempstead. And the pitch. A swing and a miss for strike three. And Teslo gets her first strikeout of the ballgame, actually her second. And there's two away, and the batter is Carly Hodson, the second baseman. Of course, I had the famous tornado warning game in Potosi in 2013. There was not a tornado there, but that was the one that hit Bloomington. And yeah, announced the game during a tornado warning. The pitch down in the dirt, 1-0 to Hodson. But I assume you've seen this, Mark, on uh, YouTube, the video of uh, guys warming up for a baseball game, and there is liter- literally a tornado in the outfield. <laughs> Off goodness, the outfield. Goodness gracious. The pitch just missed low. And everybody's acting like, well, not a big deal. It was probably in one of the more tornado-prone states, Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, possibly. Two balls, no strikes, and the pitch to Hudson. That's in the dirt, 3-0. and We have two away, top of the six, 10-4, Hempstead over Waller. And it's rather dark. It's always something, isn't it? <laughs> and here's the pitch over for a strike. And a three-and-one count now to Hodson. We still have a good hour of actual daylight left because, again, we're we're only just past the longest daylight of the year. The next pitch taken for a strike, and it's now full at three and two. And actually, truthful truth be told, sunset hasn't really changed. No, it's been sunrise has been getting a little early, but or a little later, but not sunset. The 3-2 pitch, fouled off. Wow, look out. <laughs> On deck hitter, uh, Glab almost got clobbered there. 
So the count remains three and two. Ten to four. The Mustangs lead the Golden Eagles. We're in the sixth. And the pitch on the way is fouled back. And we'll do it all over again at three and two. All this is just dark clouds. There's no lightning or thunder. There's no... Thank goodness. Yeah, there's or else no... We'd, or else we wouldn't be here right now. No drops of rain. The 3-2, the payoff on the way. And it's hit on a line right to the pitcher. Teslo to end the inning. Nothing across for the Mustangs in the sixth inning. No runs. Two hits. No errors. Two left. Middle of six from Dubuque Wallard. Our score is Dubuque Hempstead 10, Dubuque Wallard 4 on Super Hits 106 and superhits106.com. Recovery from mental and substance use disorders is real. You can recover. It's possible. It happens every day. Never give up on yourself. Discover hope and help. I thought I was too far gone. I wasn't. Join the voices for recovery. The world is a beautiful place again. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Through Travis Mannion Foundation's Operation Legacy Service Projects, veterans, families of the fallen, and inspired civilians across the country come together under the common cause to serve in honor of our nation's heroes. Service projects include city beautifications, planting memorial trees, volunteering at shelters, park cleanups, and more. Register for a project near you or as a virtual volunteer by visiting oplegacy.org. That's oplegacy.org. Kate King leading it off for Wallert, and she hits a fly ball over the head of Ryder to left fielder, and that's going to go all the way to the fence. And in with a double is Mary Kate King. So Wallert with a leadoff hitter aboard here in the sixth inning, and the batter will be Ellie Timmerman. Wind picks up just a little bit. And the pitch on the way. Hmm. And that's a ball outside, 1-0. Maybe I should rethink what I just said about the weather. Mm -hmm. Now the 1-0 pitch coming up to Ellie Timmerman. And the wind picks up just a little bit and just has that feel that we'll have something. Next pitch is a swing and a miss. And a count of 1-1 to Ellie Timmerman who is singled twice and grounded out. And how far is the car from? <laughs> <laughs> Next pitch, she tries to bunt, but bunts it foul. And it's one and two. Ten to four. Hempstead leads it over Wallert. We are in the bottom of the inning number six. Runner at second, and that is Mary Kay King. And here's Edema, and her pitch is fouled off of the plate. And it remains at one and two. Murph's turf tonight on Super Hits 106. Of course, all the best, 70s, 80s, and more. You'll catch Murph yet tonight. 
Next pitch, outside a ball. Two and two. And, of course, McGrain in the morning tomorrow. Yeah, Dick, he'll have all your favorite music. This day in history. Chat with some of the great local folks. With the Dubuque Humane Society. And Dubuque Rescue Mission. And so much more. National Mississippi River Museum and Aquarium. The 2-2. Runs off on it. Bounces it. Back to the circle. And over to first in time to get Timmerman. Works like a sacrifice. That moves the runner to third. That's Mary Kate King. And here is Tyranny Teslow. One away in the inning. in the pitch on the way. Liner hit right to third. It's actually the shortstop, but a flip to third, not in time to double off. King, good recognition by King to stay close to the bag. Teslo is out. She lines out. They almost had a double play there, but King was able to stay aboard. And here's Paige Hummel. And here's the first pitch on the way from... Edema, and it's it right back to the circle. Edema to first, and that ends the inning. A hit to lead off the six for Wallert, but nothing across. And in the six, our score is Hempstead 10. Is it? Wait a minute. That's... A hitter? Huh? So Hummel is that ball hit her before she swung at it, so she's still alive. So the inning stays alive. And the pitch, that is hit on the ground and in the center field and a base hit. So instead of the inning ending, King comes in to score. And Hummel gets an RBI. And she is aboard at first base, and the batter will be Lily Roth. Boy, I thought that was the end of the inning. But apparently that ball, that ball, it hit her. It hit off her foot. It rolled to the back to the uh, to the circle. We'll get a courtesy runner now, and here's Lily Roth. Ten to five is our score, and Roth hits a liner over the head of Dupont. That's going to go all the way to the uh, fence. Rounding third and scoring, making it 10 to 6. And in the second with a double is Lily Roth. This game is uh, not necessarily over. No, it's not. 10 to 6, the score. The. Uh, courtesy runner who was that that was um that was uh, freed maria freed scored and now here's maria roth and she's got a count of one and oh maria hit into a double play singled and scored and also singled and drove in a run in the fifth here she hits a foul ball outside a third she's got a count of one and oh make it one and one Ten to six now here in the bottom of the sixth inning. And uh, as I look at the radar, (laughs) 
I'm starting to wonder if this game is going to have a problem ending. Soft liner off the bat of Maria Rothe right to Huseman at first base. And that will end the sixth inning. You're sure. <laughs> one run on two hits, no errors, and one left. And we go to the seventh inning. It's Hempstead 10, Wallard 6 on Super Hits 106 and superhits106.com. What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching bands all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Wisconsin high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Start the seventh inning and a base hit by Jaden Glav to lead it off for Hempstead. Ten to six. Glav will exit for a courtesy runner. And this will be Brooke Hansen on the run. Here in the seventh inning. Like to see a very fast seventh inning here before any storms come rolling in here. Yeah, especially because of the direction they're coming from. Here's a ground ball past third. That's in the left field and a base hit for Glab. Actually, that's for Edema. She is on with a base hit. We'll get a courtesy runner for her. And this is going to be Olivia Francois. Batting number 22, the first baseman, Mallory Huseman. Now here's Mallory Mallory Huseman, she will bat, reach on a fielder's choice. She has struck out, reached again on a fielder's choice, and doubled, and was caught stealing. I believe this is what is usually referred to as a gust front. When the temperature drops and the wind picks up like this. The first pitch shows bunt, takes a, takes a strike, I believe. Yes, and it's 0-1. Strangely enough, though, there's no lightning. No, no, none. We know that if there was lightning, we wouldn't be here. No, right no. So thank goodness. Now we just got to get things rolling here. So we have a high fly ball to center field deep, and this one's out of here. Valerie Huseman, a three-run home run. Making the score 13 to 6. And still nobody out here in the seventh inning. I think that's five RBIs for Houston tonight. Five Midwest One Bank RBIs, that is. And suddenly we have a football score again. 
13 to 6. The Mustangs lead it. Now here's Carlissa Ellscamp. And she takes down in the dirt 1-0. Well, you know, given how these things have gone this year, you'd be hardly surprised to have something like this, right? Next pitch from Teslo is low and away, 2-0. and Yeah, just what is our temperature right now? It has dropped markedly. It has. It's... Uh... My phone says 72, but I'm skeptical. 2-0 is over for a strike. 2-1 and one now. Three runs in on that three-run home run by Huseman. 13-6, Hempstead. Next pitch, hit on the ground to short. Rolled up with it. And on the first, and there's one away. Now, Mickey Bleen. She had a home run earlier today. That was in game one. And it was the only run of the game. Hempstead winning that game one zip. Of course, as I think about it, my phone would be sending me a lightning alert if there was lightning. Well, we don't see anything around here, which is good news. First pitch low, yes. one and all. Bleen, a two-run single back in the first and a run scored. She has struck out, popped out, and flied out. But hey, there's one blue, for four. There's blue sky right up there. Unfortunately, that's not the way the weather's heading. The pitch hit on the ground, and it's in the center field and a base hit for Bleen. Still only one out here in the seventh inning. Thirteen to six. The Mustangs leading the Golden Eagles. We are going to get a pinch hitter. This is going to be Chandler Houselog. Who is an eighth grader. Mm-hmm. That is one thing you'll notice in Iowa and in Minnesota, too. You'll see eighth graders playing varsity sports. The pitch down low, 1-0. A lot of times you see them in basketball, um, especially in Minnesota. And if that is basketball, many times... That young eighth grader is perhaps an NBA prospect. They're that good. 1 0 to House Log. That's hit on the ground. That is going to be stopped. Nice play by Timmerman, who makes a backhanded stop and then flips the short to get the force. What a play, Ellie Timmerman. 4 6 on that force. That was a beautiful play, backhanded to Pont. Check that house log is aboard on a fielder's choice. There's two away. And unfortunately, she lost a base hit because of it. that ends up as a fielder's choice then. Mm-hmm. That was a sparkling play by Timmerman. The batter now is Emily Ryder. And she takes a strike, 0-1. Two away in the inning. It'll be the six, seven, and eight hitters for Waller in their half of the seventh inning. Next pitch is a ball up high, 1-0. The scheduled hitters will be Pfeiffer, Netter, and Wallace. Next pitch is fouled off. This uh, this is not Ryder, but this is Randy Moore who is batting. Moore got a base hit for first of the year. Mm-hmm. Back in the sixth. 
Here's the pitch from the left-hander. That is low. Two balls, two strikes to Randy Moore. That base hit, yeah, the first of the season for Randy Moore back in the sixth. The 2-2 with two away. Just missed outside. It is now full at three and two. And now there's really no wind. That may not be a good sign, as you know. <laughs> yeah. You get that calm before the storm. Here's the pitch, and it's grounded. Two second. Timmerman has, and on the first to retire the side. A three-run home run by Mallory Huseman. Mallory Huseman gives the Hempstead Mustangs a 13-6 lead as we head to the bottom of the seventh inning on Super Hits 106 and SuperHits106.com. Hey, everybody. It's time for today's STEM tip. Want to know how to make your selfies even better? Okay, let's use science. The best time for photos is golden hour. That's the moment right before the sun sets, when the atmosphere scatters blue and violet wavelengths, making perfect, soft, and golden selfie light to show off that beautiful face of yours. Click. Check out Chic and STEM for more inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Right now, we all might feel a little disconnected. For seniors living alone with smaller social circles, feelings of loneliness and isolation can feel overwhelming. But there's something we can all do to help. Connect with your older loved one virtually and have the conversation of a lifetime with StoryCorps Connect. Anyone can conduct an interview, and every interview will be archived at the Library of Congress, becoming part of American history. Connect, honor, share at StoryCorpsConnect.org slash AARP. A message from AARP, StoryCorps, and the Ad Council. We go to the bottom half of the seventh inning. Scheduled hitters are Isabel Pfeiffer, Catherine Nitter, and uh, Abby Wallace. But I think we'll have different hitters for this inning. For Dubuque Waller, as Hempstead is leading it 13 to 6. Getting very dark now. The dark clouds. And fortunately, enough daylight to finish this one. Our softball today has been brought to you by Pilling Electric, Clear Bank, Myers Mechanical, Midwest One Bank, Culver's in Dubuque, Galena, Platteville, and Prairie du Chien. The shoebox in Black Earth, largest independent shoe store in the Midwest. And also brought to you by Bob Hunhausen, your Edward Jones. Representative, saluting athletes on their hard work. Protect your team investments with Bob Hunhausen. Edward Jones Investments off Business Highway 151, Insight Drive in Platteville. First pitch hitting and a slow roller to second. And up with it is Hodson on the first to retire the batter. And that was Natalie Kelzer. One up, one down. Seventh inning. A very short Culver's cool-down post-game show will be coming up because we want to make sure we get out of here before any storms roll in. Although, you know, you notice this radar here. It literally looks like the storms are splitting around us, and I don't know how that's possible. Here is Bailey Willou, and she hits a foul ball down the third baseline. 
A count of one ball and one strike to Bailey Willou. One away here in the bottom of the seventh inning, 13-6. to six. Hempstead over Dubuque Wallert. And the next pitch. That is low, 1-0. We have a new pitcher in there as well. That is Peyton Paulson. We we were we we thought we'd see her today, and we finally see her in the seventh inning. And the pitch over for a strike. I believe the count two and two to, to Willu. That rhymes. Here's a ground ball oh. through the third baseman Els cap, and that's going to be an error. Error on Ells Camp. That puts a runner at first base in Wallou. Dubuque Senior and Waterloo East Thursday. Here's Abigail Wallace to bat, and she swings and fouls off the first pitch, and it's 0-1. And assuming that Hempstead's able to get the last two outs, they'll be 6-0, which is big, of course, not just because you're 6-0, but who they face after this with Lindbar at Hempstead on Thursday. Next pitch is outside. One and one to Wallace. And then Cedar Rapids Kennedy next Wednesday. Those are the other unbeaten teams in the Valley Division. One one pitch. That's fouled back. And one and two now to Abby Wallace. One away. Runner at first base. And that's Bailey Willou. Peyton Paulson doing the pitching here in the circle now in the seventh inning for Hempstead. The pitch is swung on and foul tipped for strike three, and there's two away. And now it's up to Mary Kate King. Well, last week. Uh-oh. Mary Kate King. Last week, King with the game winning hit in the bottom of the ninth inning against. Against. Um, Western, Western Dubuque. Dubuque. Yeah. First pitch fouled back out of play 0-1. It all tends to blur together after a while, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like 2020, except for that month of March. Next pitch, that's fouled off that's right nice. over toward us and trying to make the play, and it's going to bounce off the fence. And off the Super It's 106 Bander. That was a good and attempt uh, there by, uh, by Huseman. She almost came up with that ball. And uh, how about this? We get a few sprinkles of rain. How about that? The pitch is just a bit high, and it's one and two. It is possible that I'm not going to be popular because of the kind of umbrella I just got out, but I don't care. We have valuable equipment here. Pitch on the way. Swing and a miss for strike three, and this one is over. Your final, 13-3. to three. Hempstead over, 13-6 to six rather, Hempstead over Wallert. Quick covers cool down post game show. That's next on Super Hits 106 and SuperHits106.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. 
This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. This is Norm. Uh, hi? He lives with anxiety, but with the help of the new normal maker, he can be normal. Just like everyone else. With just a swipe of your finger, you can project happiness, confidence, machismo. <laughs> How you do? Or normal. Uh, how's this? The normal maker. New from Be Normal. This item doesn't really work because there's no such thing as normal. We're all different. In fact, one in five of us live with a mental illness. Don't filter who you are. Talk to someone you trust. Learn more at bringchangetomind.org. It's a doubleheader sweep for Dubuque Hempstead as they win game one of our doubleheader today by a final of one to nothing. And they win the nightcap 13 to six over Dubuque Wallert. Those are your finals for today. We'd like to stick around, but it's starting to rain right now. So we'll wrap it up here on our Culver's Cool Down Post Game Show. Tricord Turning Point. Well, in the first game, it was uh, uh, Bleen with her solo home run. Game two, the six-run first inning. Those are your tricore turning points of today's game between Hempstead and Wallard. Final score, Hempstead wins in a doubleheader, one to nothing and 13 to six. For Steve Prestigard, I'm Mark Evenstead. Thanks for listening. The preceding has been a Queen Bee Radio Sports presentation on Super Hits 106 and SuperHits106.com. So long, everyone. This has been a Queen Bee Radio High School Sports Presentation. Make your smart device a whole lot smarter. Super Hits 106 radio apps are free and available for Apple and Android smart devices at superhits106.com.